What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name's Ethan. That's Nick and Kylo. <laughs> Hi, what's going on? Ignore Kylo. Ignore Kylo. I can't ignore Kylo. How, how can you ignore Kylo? It's easy. very hard to ignore Kylo. <laughs> I find it easy. What's going on, dude? How's, how's, how's your week? It's all right, man. Um, kind of a slow week. Weather-wise, it hasn't been super nice. It's been, which I'm okay with. It's, it's been like overcast and kind of cool, which is perfect. That's considering perfect, that last week, last week you were dying. You were sweating out everything that you had drank and yep. lost 10 minutes. Um, yep. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to kind of just relax and not have the AC going, just have the windows open. Yeah, so that's nice. Um, shark week ended, so that's a big time bummer. I'm still <laughs> damn, dude. still recovering from that. But other than that, not not nothing really much new going on for me. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's about been the same since for me since uh, you know March. Nothing really happening, just chilling, hanging out. The weather has been. I think the weather's been perfect. It's been like 79 to like 83 and like cloudy and a little windy. And that's like, oh man, that's great. That's great right there. For me. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're on the ocean. Mm-hmm. You're on the beach. No big deal. No big deal. Do you, uh, do you watch anything good this week? Uh, I watched Greatest Showman for the first time. What'd you think? I I loved it, so I don't know what the hell I was waiting for for so long. That's so good. Um, I I just started watching The Good Place on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty decent. I don't I I don't know what made me start it. I literally started it last night at like twelve thirty at night, right before I went to bed. I was like, eh, let me start something, which is probably not the best time to start yeah. anything. I was like half asleep watching it, and I was like, that's not bad. So I watched a couple episodes today. It's a it's a good show. It's it's you- nothing to, nothing fantastic, but it's good time killer do you know anything about that show like do you know anything that happens in it i mean i know what happens in the first four episodes because that's what i've seen gotcha but you you don't know anything else besides that no i i one of my favorite things to do is just go through netflix whatever it suggests for you and watch the trailers yep so and that's what made me so i'm gonna start watching this one i uh I got spoiled on what happens in that show, so I'm never probably probably never gonna watch oh, it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I'm glad. And I'm by glad spoiled, I, I mean like I was watching like YouTube videos and like the ending or whatever. Oh, came up, and yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Like, I don't really, okay. I didn't really want to watch was it, it like anyway. A, was it like a Watch Mojo something? Yeah, some some stupid like that. That like yeah, yeah. But well, uh, they, I heard, they do I tell you spoiler good. alert. Yeah, but I mean I don't really care. No, it's good. It's good. It's it's like like I said, it's not. I'm not laughing out loud like crazy it's just a couple chuckles here and there but it's What's it's a name? good um kristen bell's in it right mm-hmm. yeah she's the lead she's cool i like her yeah but i watch stuff but we'll talk about that a little later when we talk about our uh our main topic of the show but first off sports fans sports fans we need your we need your opinion uh it's more more specifically baseball fans we need your opinion was was Fernando Tatis in the wrong when he swang, swang, <laughs> swung on a 3-0 pitch and hit a grand slam when the uh, San Diego Padres were up, what, 10-1 to at that point? 10-3 to at that point? I'm going to so, answer for everybody out there. The answer is no. He was not in the wrong. Absolutely not. I don't understand where, where all this discourse came from, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. 
It's so ridiculous. The unwritten rules of the unwritten rules of baseball are probably one of the dumbest things in the entire world. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Fernando Tatis on what was it Monday night? Um, yeah. Was at the was was batting with the bases loaded. Uh, the Padres were beating the Rangers ten to three or ten to three at that point, and on a three and zero pitch. Tatis, the the pitcher, the Rangers pitcher grooved a fastball right down the middle, and Tatis just took it yard, and it was a grand slam. And then he had to form, he had to apologize. The Padres manager made him apologize after the game for hitting a grand slam on a three and zero count when the Padres were up by seven already. So ridiculous, so So dumb. The unwritten rule for baseball: if it's a three and zero count, you're up by a lot. You're just gonna take the pitch, let him throw a strike. So. I think that's the dumbest thing in the entire world because a it's a 60 game season. So you're not going to see a lot of high stats. So why not try to go for a home run, a couple RBIs when you get the opportunity. Um, another one is just be a smarter pitcher. Don't go three and oh on them. And if that's the case, if you know, that, he's going to, if you know, he's a good hitter, there's that's so, the thing. Many, there's you, so many you, cases. If you don't want him to swing on three and oh, then don't get in a three and oh count. You know? Yep. It, like it's just, it's just the dumbest. It's it also pissing me off that this is getting more talk than the Astros. Yep. Uh, tweeting like yep. amongst amongst the players, the players, more players are reaching out in support of Fernando Tatis than they did um, against the Astros, which, which is so which dumb. Pumped me out. Mm-hmm. So dumb. The the fact that they need they think they need to come forward and support Fernando Tatis for hitting a grand slam at a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so Base- dumb. Baseball's dumb this year. <laughs> so dumb. I, I want to blame Ma- Rob Manfred for this. Yeah, this is all Rob Manfred's too. fault. <laughs> if he had just done something differently. <laughs> if Ma- Rob Manfred just wasn't hired as commissioner. I want to know. I want to know his take on it. It extended the game, so he probably hated it. Yeah. <laughs> um, time of play. Time of play was bad. Yeah. Yeah. You, he, he had to round the bases. Time of play. Come on. Let's go. So stupid. You eliminated the opportunity for a double play. Time to play. Fuck Rob Manfred. All my homies yeah, hate I, Rob Manfred. I, I hate him so much. He's the worst. Dude, how are you Also, again? I was I'm just going to say, also the NBA playoffs started. And it feels weird because like for the play-in games, I wasn't that into basketball at all. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, it's back. It's the middle of the summer. This feels weird. Not a big fan. But once the playoffs started, it felt more real. So it was kind of like, okay, cool. Celtics uh, won their first game against Philly in the first round of the playoffs, but Gordon Hayward got um, hurt again, sprained his ankle. He's out four weeks. So that sucks because he was playing really well. He was the leading scorer of the second unit when he played with them. He was like the leader of the second unit. He started, but a lot of his minutes were with the second unit. So that kind of stinks that he won't be available. Uh, The conference finals start in about three and a half weeks. So if if the Celtics make it past the first and second rounds, they might get Gordon back in the final Eastern Conference Finals. Is he absolutely necessary? You think? Yes. Yes. I I to win the championship. Yes. I don't know about to get to the championship, but to win the championship, I think he'd be necessary. Uh, predictions right now. What's the finals going to be? Um, Clippers Celtics would be sick. That would be sick. They, they split in the regular season when there was actually a regular season. They didn't have to play each other in the bubble. Um, and it was funny. They split 
both road teams won. So it's not like home home court advantage yeah. was that big of a deal for them. Well, I mean, there is um, no home court advantage anymore anyway. Exactly. That's what I mean. Well. So so it's just gonna be hard nosed basketball. Marcus Morris is gonna play some sick defense with Pat Beverly. And I think uh Tatum and Brown are just gonna go off. So that would be my ideal finals. Another Morris. Yeah, he's on the Clippers. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got really confused. I thought you meant Marcus you... Smart is going to play realistic oh, defense yeah. on Pat Beverly. <laughs> no, like... no, no, no. Pat Beverly and Marcus Morris are going to play hard-nosed defense on the Celtics. Gotcha, so it's gotcha, going to be gotcha. tough for them. But uh, no, uh, my other team that I really want to make the finals is the Blazers. I think that would be so sick. Out of the eight seed? <laughs> With Dame just popping off from left and right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duh, I mean, not... they, already got, they already got one up on the Lakers. They're going to lose the next four. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they'll lose the next four. I think they'll lose 4-2. Four two, yeah. No, nah, they make it a series. I think I think the Lakers are gonna stomp on him for the next couple games. It's possible. Um, my prediction for the finals is going to be the. It's gonna be boring. It's gonna be real boring. Lakers and Bucks. Okay. You think the Bucks are gonna come back uh, after losing to Orlando? Pissed off? Yes. Yes, they are. Crush, crush the rest of the series and just. They they lost to Orlando playoffs. without Aaron Gordon, right? Aaron Gordon without and, Aaron uh, Gordon and without uh Carter Williams, who's <laughs> probably not that big of a deal. Yeah, and um, what's his face? The young kid, Jonathan Isaac. Isaac's done for the yeah. year, so. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, they don't they don't have him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they're 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 playing shorthanded and they're crushing. Uh, Vucevic is just insane. He had, yeah. I, I want to say, he had like thirty-five points, fifteen rebounds, and shot made uh made five threes or something like that. How'd Markel do? I don't know. I didn't look at the stats that that in depth. I just saw Vucevic because he was the first person to do that since Steph Curry did it a couple years ago. Good for Markel Fultz, man. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Markel. I already have more wins in the playoffs than Philly does this year. Yep. Fuck Philly. Fuck yep. the Sixers. Agreed. Fuck the city of Philadelphia. Except if you live there and you listen to us, thank you for listening to us, and we love yeah. the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, Philly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But uh, hockey, hockey playoffs are turning up too right now. Um, I don't know how how many hockey fans we have out there. I know you're not a not huge a huge hockey, hockey guy, but uh, my Islanders are up three one on the Capitals, which is awesome because I so hate they didn't close out Capitals. yesterday. They did not close out. They had a really rough game. They lost two to one, and it was super intense. Um, no, they lost uh, three to two. Sorry, because they were up two nothing. Then Washington had two unanswered goals, and then the third period, Washington had one, and the so Islanders three unanswered six. goals. Yeah, so three unanswered, and then the Islanders were up six, uh, like playing six on five. They pulled the goalie and missed like three or four awesome opportunities to tie the game within thirty seconds yeah. uh, before the game was over. It was That's it was rough. nuts. That's rough. Yeah. So playoff hockey is the absolute best for anyone out there that is a moderate hockey watcher or not a hockey watcher. My, uh, playoff hockey is the best kind of hockey for sure i uh i'm uh, i don't know maybe i'll check out a game i mean i don't have uh i don't have cable so i have that, to come to you hurts. Yeah. <laughs> i'd have to come to you to watch a hockey game yeah. and i don't know if i'm making that drive just to watch hockey you know what i mean yeah no uh, i'll let you know how it goes yeah I'll, I'll send you some highlights dude i'm uh i'm tired today man are you how are you, how are you feeling today i'm a, I'm a, little, little, a little tired i'm a little uh, uh yeah i'm i'm down uh down on my energy my normal energy is not not where it usually is. Or yeah, my energy, I don't know why. I like. I know why. You know why? Yeah, we had 
three. I had three baseball games on Sunday. That tired me out. Monday, I decided I'm not going to take it easy today. I'm going to go on a four-mile walk. Did that. And a lot of hills by me, so my legs are sore. Then yesterday, we decided that we're going to throw the Frisbee around for three or four hours. And yep. we ran around and finally like laid down a little bit last night. And then this morning, I just I slept up until like 10.15 this morning. Um, got up and then just been laying on the couch. So I think I'm just exhausted. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been going to bed up. late, going to bed late, waking up early to stream. You know, mm-hmm. like, but like you said, we, I had, I had two baseball games on Sunday, uh, which we swept the doubleheader. Yeah, we do. Go, go Brewers. Um, and then Monday, I kind of took it easy, but I also had to wake up early to stream, uh, stream. And then Tuesday, like you said, yesterday, and threw the frisbee around a lot. Like I was just outside a lot yesterday, <laughs> and then stayed up until like one a.m. again. And then woke up at like 8 a.m. again. So that's back probably back why I'm tired. Warzone dubs, though. Dude, twitch.tv slash amazing We are playing our best Warzone ever. <laughs> now we got we got two dubs, though. Last night, back to back. It was good. Twitch.tv slash amazing Usually go live Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. Which means we'll be uh, live tonight if you're listening. If you're listening, yeah, to the show. Speaking of which, you can catch the show every single Thursday around noon Eastern, 12 p.m. Eastern. If you want to be a part of the discussions, head over to brostalkingpod.com to submit your questions, submit your comments, feedback of any kind. Just reach out to us. There's a, there's a nice little contact page. You go down, you submit your email, you submit your question, you submit your topic, whatever you want to talk about. And then also all of our social links are also conveniently on that page for you. How could it get any better than that? Nick, it can't. How could it get it better can. than that? Come on. It just, it just couldn't get any easier than that. Any easier, also, any better. We got blogs. We got we got blogs. We got videos coming eventually, you know, when we get the time, when we get the the, the money and the equipment. So any support you guys should throw our way is awesome. Um but Nick, I want to go back. I want to go back a week. We're I want to go back, back a week. week. We're going back a week. Talking about music, we were really hyped because Nickelback was up to something. Mm. <laughs> what it the worked. hell was Nickelback up to? So I believe I made a statement that said I hope Nickelback will save 2020. I believe Guess the what? statement. I believe. I believe what we said was, "Hey, what's your favorite album of the year uh, this far before Nickelback's <laughs> new stuff comes out?" Yep. So we were, we were under bangers. the <laughs> we were under the impression that Nickelback was going to release an album and it was going to be cool and it was going to be <laughs> the talk of the town and it was going to be the new music of 2020, the new sound of 2020. It was going to start us off on a new foot. Guess what they did. <laughs> they released their cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia, originally performed by the Charlie Daniels Band. R. Let R. me P. tell you something. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. Char- Char- Charlie Daniels. Let me tell you something. This piece of music was abysmal. I, I don't really know what other word to use. It was, it was so bad. It, it was bad, it, dude. I listened to it in the car when it, when it came out, so I had the full the full speaker and the full stereo, you know, and I literally cringed probably the entire four minutes of length of the song. It was so bad. So the crazy thing to me is that they don't even sing the good parts of that song. No, like I wrote, I wrote a blog. It's on a, yeah, Nick, if people wanted to go get your full thoughts, where would they find it? Yeah, it's, it's on bros, talkingpod.com. It is called, um, I don't even remember what I titled. Oh, in, uh, uh, what did I what did I title uh, it? I'll I'll tell you in a second. On behalf of Nickelback, I'd like to apologize to the entire world. I think that's what I called it. 
let's see the uh yep on behalf of nickelback i would like to apologize to the entire world yep so i wrote a little piece about it just saying that it was terrible they shouldn't have done it and listen to charlie daniels band version instead you could you could listen to nickelback is nickelback's version on that on that blog post it is the music video they so you can go listen to that version for it bros talking pod dot com get nick's full thoughts on it uh, and then just judge for yourself but then let us know what you thought because you know what we think <laughs> especially after reading that blog post you know what we think about it man it's fucking trash <laughs> yep just sit your ass right there in that chair let me show you the fuck it's done why what? why would they do that yeah. why would they do Come that on. to me why would they and they yeah, they sure, uh, sure as shit didn't save 2020 that's for sure no. <laughs> god damn they, they just accentuated how terrible 2020 really is but Nick, you know what else? You know what we like to do here at Bro Stocking? Um, we like to talk. We like to talk. We don't like to stalk. We don't like to stalk. And we like to make lists and rank things. Yeah, we do. And I was watching stuff over the past couple of days. I was watching a movie trilogy, and I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, I was thinking, you were thinking. I was thinking, Shout damn, it's really, it's really hard to make a movie trilogy. It's really hard to make a, a solid movie trilogy where every film in the trilogy is just as good, if not better, than the last. You know? Mm-hmm. You I, gotta, I, I got movies that come to mind where their first movie is just so fuck. It's a classic. And then what the fuck happens in 2 and 3? Shout out to Jurassic Park. What Correct. the hell happened with Jurassic Park 2 and Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> All right. And you know what's going down the same path? Jurassic World. Jurassic World 1 was really good. Jurassic World 2, not great. I didn't even see Jurassic World 2, not going to lie. You don't need to. It's not good. It's I, what, I think I will before, before Dominion comes out. It's basically The Lost World. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of what happens in it. I just haven't seen it. But I will see um, it before Dominion comes out. So I, I watched a movie trilogy that I'll talk about here in a little bit. And I was like, God damn, this trilogy is fucking fire. It is so, so good. So I was thinking, well, why don't we just talk about our favorite movie trilogies of all times? So we each got top five, and we got some honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds good to you, man. That sounds good, right? That sounds really good to me. Hell yeah. All right, so how about you start us off? No, I want you to start it off. You it was your me. idea. My idea. Yeah, I'll start it off. Real quick, I can almost guarantee that we don't have the same top five. It's gonna be. This might be the first time in a long time that our lists are not really that similar. I already know two are going to be on there. Two, I, I know we share two, at least two. I think we, we actually might share three. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Number five for me. Coming in at number five, the only animated trilogy on this list, Toy Story. Okay. Toy Stories one through three. I'm going to forget about four. Four was solid. I enjoyed four for what it was. I don't know if you ever saw Toy Story four. I haven't. Plus, we're only talking trilogy, so we're exactly. only talking one through three. Toy Story one through three is the perfect coming of age story is the perfect growing up story. You start off with Andy as a young kid who loves his cowboy doll. And then he falls in love with another toy and the toys are jealous. Like, and then they become best friends and Andy grows up and he, and he starts playing with other things. And then all of a sudden Andy goes to college and he gives up his toys. Like what the hell? Like toy story three was the perfect ending to that story. And I don't Agreed. understand why they made a four. Like I kind of get it. Cause you know, they want them. They want the ching, but toy story three was a fucking phenomenal ending to mm-hmm. a, a trilogy. And overall, that trilogy, I think, is just, like I said, a, a good coming-of-age story. I also think Toy Story 2 is very underrated. Yes, which I leads think me to I, my next point, that Toy Story 2 is the best movie in that trilogy. 
Okay, that's a little too far. But that is, I that think is it's my underrated. favorite. That, so uh, we're also going to name our favorite movies from that trilogy. Toy Story 2 is my favorite from that trilogy. Interesting. I, okay. I think it's the funniest. Like you got it is Zerg. definitely the funniest. You got Zerg in there. You got, you got Alt's Toy Barn. The Prospector. It introduces Jesse and Bullseye, who are very important characters in 3. Mm-hmm. Plus it has um, one of the saddest songs when uh, uh, Jesse's left behind by her yep. Uh, owner. Yep. Super sad. Yeah, it's basically Jesse mirrors uh, Woody in a way where Woody thinks he gets left behind by Andy or he or he gets he gets so or no, what happens? He gets stolen, right? <laughs> he gets stolen. He, he, he's accidentally at the yard sale. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy's mom's is. like he's not for sale, but then Al steals him anyway. Yep. Fucking Al. Uh, shout out to uh, what's his name? The guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, you know, the, he's also in Seinfeld. The, oh, the, um, the, the guy who gets eaten by the camp. What's his name? The actor's name. I forget. I forget. But that, his name. That's the guy who plays Al. Yeah. Al mm-hmm. uh, also, also, Toy Story 2 has the one of the coolest scenes in any Pixar movie that shows off the detail of their animation when Woody's getting cleaned. That is yep. insane. Mm-hmm. Like, it still looks amazing to this day. And it will never not look amazing. But yeah, Toy Story. Okay. Toy Story 1 through 3, awesome trilogy. Number 5 on my list. Toy Story 2 being my favorite movie from that trilogy. Cool. Alright, my number 5 is the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Interesting. So, so the prequel trilogy made it onto my top 5, mostly for nostalgia reasons, because I feel like those movies came out when I was the right age to really fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... People are probably yelling at me. There's so many better trilogies. There's no reason the prequel should be in your top five. But this is a personal list, not what I think is the yeah, best no, list. Yeah, so like everyone, that. shut up. Let me talk. <laughs> uh, the, Star, the Star Wars prequel trilogy opens with uh, Attack of the Clones. Whoop. Whoop. Phantom Menace. <laughs> and, uh, I caught myself as I was finishing it. I was saying <laughs> the Star Wars trilogy opens with the Phantom Menace. And introduces one of the coolest bad guys in the entire Star Wars universe in Darth Maul. And also one of the coolest Jedis in the entire Star Wars universe, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, and then continues on with Attack of the Clones. They're so underutilized. Both, I'm so underutilized. Both of them. They're, on, they're only in episode one, which is a travesty. Well, I mean, if you watch like the cartoons and stuff, Darth Maul gets cool in, in the cartoons, especially in the later seasons of Clone Wars. But yep. like, where the fuck is Qui-Gon, man? Yeah, Qui-Gon is, is probably, probably the coolest Come on. Probably the coolest Jedi. At least top five coolest Jedis. Um, and then Attack of the Clones comes and starts introducing a whole other aspect of basically where the Stormtroopers come from. And then it just ends with my favorite of the trilogy, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith has got to be anybody's favorite in that trilogy. Yep. You can't, you can't compare Revenge of the Sith to Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace and think that either one of those movies is better than Revenge of the Sith. Correct. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> Correct. Attack of the Clones has probably the worst script in the history of Star Wars. Um, and Phantom Menace is probably known to be one of the more boring Star Wars movies. Yep, nothing really still, happens. I know. I still love it. It's still got a lot of cool lines and cool characters, like I said, with Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. And then Revenge of the Sith just uh, finishes off with such a bang. Such a bang. Dude, so, Revenge um, of the Sith, I will always be your Revenge of the Sith uh, defender. Actually, I'll be a prequel trilogy defender for the rest exactly. of my life. I love That's the prequel. It's, it's in my top five. Guess what else Old is disclosure. not in my top five? The sequel trilogy. sequel trilogy is not my top five. Uh, full disclosure. Uh, the prequel trilogy did not make my top five. Okay, I, I, I could not put pit them against any one of these trilogies that I have and think that it's a better trilogy. 
Correct. Um, and that's why I'm thinking people will yell at me for it, but that's why I put it on there for nostalgia reasons. Yeah. For me. I love, I love the Star Wars prequels. I really do. I think they're cheesy and campy and fun and, and mm-hmm. it gets very, very good at the very end of the trilogy with Revenge yep. of the Sith. But I mean, I wanted to Star Wars episode two is just a, and a it's Not so bad movie. that it's <laughs> so bad that movie. it's like it's so bad that it's fun for us. Like we make yeah. fun of it, but we also love it at the same time. Well, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've told the story that I would wake up every morning before school and put on chapter 40 of Avengers of uh, Attack of the Clones, which was the arena scene where yeah, Mace Windu would say this party is over and then they fight. And then I watched the rest of the movie before I went to just, school. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, I couldn't cool. I couldn't. Yeah, so put on, I uh, actually prequels changed yeah i actually changed my number five right before we recorded because it was going to be something else but that got bumped down to my honorable mentions Ooh, interesting, for the interesting interesting all right number four for right, me here your number four is going to be christopher nolan's dark knight trilogy um probably the the best superhero trilogy of all time. I don't know if you, I, I mean, it's close. It's up there with the Avengers, you know? Yep. Wait, can you hold on one second? Cause that's my number four okay. also. So I just, might yeah, as well Christopher Nolan's the dark Knight trilogy. Uh, okay. it, it's probably <laughs> up there with, with, I don't know if you count the Avengers cause Avengers has what four movies, right? Cause it's Avengers age of Ultron infinity war end game. So yeah, throw that analogy out the window. It, yeah. It's it, technically uh, not, yeah. Yeah. The best superhero tr- superhero trilogy of all time, I think. I think it honestly ends weaker than it starts. I think the I think the Dark Knight Rises Correct. is probably the weakest movie in that trilogy, which is a little. Mm, you no. think Batman Begins is weaker? I would say I. I think Batman I, Begins is a little. I'm weaker, I'm gonna say yeah. the opposite. I'm gonna say that Dark Knight Rises is a little bit weaker. I I get that uh, Batman Begins starts off a little slow. Um, and you don't actually see Batman mm-hmm. until like an hour and a half into the movie. <laughs> but after that, it ramps up and it's fucking awesome with Scarecrow and all that stuff. The gas and shit. Razagul. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but man, obviously, I'm going to say it for both of us. The Dark Knight is the best movie in that trilogy. The Dark Knight is a top 10 movie Correct. of all time. Yep, no. yep. Heath Ledger, man. Easily. Fucking A. Rest in peace. I'm so upset that he didn't get to play the Joker again. Because that movie ends with the Joker not yeah. dying. It ends with him going to Arkham. And you know, it was going, yep. and it was, uh, they killed off Harvey Dent, I'm pretty sure. So Joker would be the next big bat. Like, I don't know. I don't understand why they killed off Harvey Dent. Like, I don't understand why they killed off Two Face. Yeah. It, it felt like a weird death. Like, yeah. it felt ru- way like, I feel like they were, they were setting up for j- another Joker movie after Dark Knight, and then they couldn't do it. Uh, so, so, af- so after Joker, who do you think is the best bad guy in the trilogy? It's got to be yeah, Bane. It, 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 it is Bane. Tom Hardy's awesome. Um, mm. Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's crazy because like, uh, your spirit or your I was uh, thinking of um, Inception and how that's Tom Hardy's like first big movie is uh, like he was in like a I think like a rom com or something like that before that, but Inception was Tom Hardy's like coming out party and then coming out party, he was in yeah. everything, um, mm-hmm. and including one of another one of, another one of Christopher Nolan's movie, which is Dark Knight Rises. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, but that that trilogy is just fucking great. Yeah, this. I I mean, if you haven't seen the trilogy, what are you doing? So, 
there's really not much else we could say about this. That trilogy gives us a solid Batman, an okay Bruce Wayne. Like Christian Bale is an mm-hmm. okay Bruce Wayne. I'm not he's not the best. Um uh probably the best Jim Gordon in uh Gary Oldman. And the best Alfred. The best Alfred in Ma- Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Um uh and then I, I I know a lot of people weren't big on it, but I really liked Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Yeah. I thought she was okay. A lot like, of people didn't like it. I uh, like that's just the internet discourse around it right now is like, or like this day is the people weren't high on Anna Hathaway. Personally, I, I think Michelle Mich- Michelle uh, Pfeiffer's. I think she is a better Catwoman from yes. the older one, movies. But 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 Anne Hathaway is better than Halle Berry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> um, also, I'm not a huge Maggie Gyllenhaal fan, and I don't think Maggie no, Gyllenhaal was in Batman Begins. I'm pretty she sure the actress was. Different. They switched. Uh, was it Katie Holmes? I think it was Katie yeah, Holmes. It was Katie Holmes. Yeah. Also, not a big Katie Holmes fan, but I, I'd I'd prefer Katie Holmes over Maggie Gyllenhaal. I think. But it's crazy, dude. The uh... Maggie Gyllenhaal just looks too much like Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm, well, you know, <laughs> strong strong genes. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> uh... It's it's crazy how like grounded in reality the Dark Knight trilogy is, and like how how it could be real. Like it could like there's potential that it could actually happen. Mm -hmm. It's not Um, over the top. Also, shout out to Morgan Freeman for playing an awesome Lucius Fox. Correct, he's so sick. But yeah, Dark Knight trilogy number four on my list. Number number four on my top five trilogy list. Cool. What's your number three then? Because that was my number four. We just talked about it. My number three might surprise you. It might surprise you. Not surprised okay. that it's on this list, but surprised that it's in this slot. Number three is the original Star Wars trilogy. That is surprising to me that it's number three. It's number three. And the thing is, number three and number two could flip-flop at, okay. any, point, at any point. But uh, number three, the original Star Wars trilogy, it will never be topped. No matter how much Star Wars they make, no matter how much Star Wars they shove down our throats, the original trilogy can never be topped. Um, Agreed. All of all of the character progression we get from from Han Solo being this, you know, douchebag smuggler who doesn't want anything to do with anything of with that has to do with the rebels to joining them at the end of four and then being their leader at the end of uh, five and six, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, becoming basically General Han, Han Solo at the end of um, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi to Luke's story of being this farm boy who's just trapped on this planet wishing to fly among the stars to being the greatest pilot and the greatest pilot in that the Rebels have, and then being the greatest Jedi that's ever lived, you know. Yep. Uh, it's and then Leia being badass throughout everything. <laughs> she mm-hmm. she she didn't really like. She didn't have like a progression of being just the the princess. She was just fucking awesome throughout all three movies. Uh, and then you also trilogy has the best bad guy in movie history in Darth Vader. Absolutely. So and I mean and Al- Emperor Palpatine showing up in Episode Five and Six. Goddamn, mm-hmm. dude! Star Wars is so fucking good. Four, five, and six. Uh, won't be topped. I, I I keep saying it, but there's, there's there's no way that any Star Wars can be better than four, five, and six. Favorite movie in the Star Wars OT is uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's just so dark. Like it, like you, you, the bad guys win. It, <laughs> like, it breaks the mold, man. It breaks yeah. the mold. It's crazy to me. I wish we got that in the Last Jedi. Like we kind of did. Like the 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 resistance is on the run at the end of the last Jedi, but it wasn't that big of a deal, you know. Because nah, and they had just killed, they, and they had just killed Snoke, so it was yeah. like, what's the threat? 
Yeah, and then the Rise of Skywalker. All of a sudden, they had like forty thousand more people than they used to need. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Uh, anyway, uh, what's your number? Right. Three? My number three is the or Indiana Jones trilogy. Love, love the Indiana Jones trilogy. So this is a, uh, this is another um, Harrison Ford trilogy. <laughs> yeah, makes an appearance yep. at your number three and makes an appearance at my number three. So oh yeah, so you got um, I think my favorite. It's tough because uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is just so good and so iconic, but I think The Last Crusade is my favorite. I think The Last Crusade is my favorite, too. I think that's the one I've seen the most, is Last Crusade. I think I've seen it the most because it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I think I liked it the most, so that's why I watched it the most. <laughs> Temple of Doom is probably the weakest link for me, but yeah. it's still a good movie. I've only seen that once or twice just because I didn't really enjoy it the first time I watched it, but I had to watch it when I got older. Um, and obviously, like I said, Ra- Raiders being so iconic. It's just such a good movie. The The action in these movies is just so cool. And to think it's a, a, a college professor going out and doing this shit on his, yeah. uh, on his weekends, just deciding to uh, just go through some tombs and it, try to dodge some crazy that, traps. that like um, Indiana Jones pretty much started the, uh, the trend of like tomb raiding, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Without Indiana Jones, I don't know if we'd have Tomb Raider, the video games, or if we had the Uncharted games or anything like along those lines. So it's shout out to to Indiana Jones, shout out to Steven Spielberg, yeah, for making those movies because they're they're and really, really just fun. Part yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Last Crusade is probably my favorite, just with the addition of Sean Connery because he adds so much comedic value to that movie. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, and they're fighting Nazis. I mean, yeah. who 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 wouldn't root for who Indiana Jones want to do that, Sean yeah. Connery? Yeah, fighting not fighting off some Nazis. Uh, it's just such a good movie, and I like that it does like kind of get supernatural. I am not yeah, including the fourth or, one, yeah, or yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, they're all kind of the Holy Grail, I guess. where they're going after the Holy Grail. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Supernatural is in in all of the Indiana Jones yeah. ones. They're all supernatural. I don't but, remember uh, Temple of Doom that well. Temple of Doom's just kind of weird. It's it's it has a very different vibe than Raiders and Last Crusade. Mm. Yeah, we didn't but, even uh, mention that there is a fourth movie. And they're making a fifth one, too. <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones but, is going to no. die in the fifth one. I'm no, yeah, sure, no doubt. I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford is trying to kill off all of his characters before he, before he actually <laughs> Before dies. he dies. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's my number three, the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, didn't make my list, but I, I also enjoy the, uh, the Indiana Jones movies. Alright, number two. For me, the the reason I I wanted to talk about this, I number two for me sits probably one of the most, in my my opinion, one of the most underrated movie trilogies of the past twenty years, of the past maybe even ever, is the modern day Planet of the Apes movies. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and then War for the Planet of the Apes. Also, Dawn should come before Rise, but I digress. <laughs> These movies are so goddamn good. So good. Andy Circus, man, give that man. There has to be a separate category for motion capture at the Oscars. That, that they have to include one now. Like, I know this, I know the last one came out in 2017, he, so like it's pointless now, but go ahead. He'd win all the awards. Exactly. Andy Circus needs, needs all the awards he can get. The, the fact that he hasn't even been like nominated for an Oscar. For best performance or, or or best actor in a leading role is fucking insane, dude. Mm-hmm. Because he is so good at his job, 
and most of the time you can't you don't even know it's him right because like, he's so good at voice acting too yeah like like just running down the list of his characters Gollum, snoke caesar from uh planet of the apes king kong from peter jackson's king kong like mm-hmm. come on man give this man some sort of recognition that he is one of the greatest actors of our time he sure is like um and- he really doesn't it, get any. any and it's love. so evident in these movies. I know you haven't seen two or three. You've only seen Rise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which was uh, awesome. Rise is so good. It's my least favorite. Like really? it is. It is so good, but it it's very tonally different than the than the last two. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I really, 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 really want you to watch these movies. Um, but it's so tonally different. Like it, it's definitely more of like a setup for the next two. But the mm-hmm. thing is, War for the Planet of the Apes is also so totally different than Dawn. And like all, each each movie is just so like different from themselves. different from the uh, from the previous one, but it builds on top of it. Like it's not like is different it, in a bad way. It's just so like it just expands on what the, those movies could be. Is it all the same director? So no, the first one is a different director. Uh, I forget his name, but the last two are Matt Reeves. And Matt Reeves is awesome. Okay, yeah, he's doing the Batman. Yep, which I real I like I I, wa- I knew that he did Dawn and War, uh, of the Planet of the Apes, and I I knew that like been in the back of my mind. But then when I watched them uh, over the last couple days, I was like, oh fuck, he's doing Batman, and that mm-hmm. makes me so excited. Um, hold on, let me just look up Rise of the Planet of the Apes director. I spelled director wrong, but that's okay. Rupert Wyatt. Rupert Wyatt was the director for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I don't think I know anything else he's done. He did. Let me look that up, too. Do, 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 do. Movie time. Rupert Wyatt is known for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> uh, he's known for Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Captive State, The Escapist, and The Gambler. The, none of them ringing any bells for nope. me. Same. Uh, anyway, dude, Caesar's so what, journey. What's your favorite out of the three? You said your least favorite's one. My least favorite is Rise. It's a toss-up between Dawn and War. Like because I'm, I'm gonna give it to Dawn. I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna give it to Dawn. Um, but it just by just by like uh, this the skin of its teeth, you know. Um, because I feel like. Even though the the third one is called War for the Planet of the Apes, I feel like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes definitely has more action in it, and okay. is more like um, is more like is you it's, it has more rewatchability. I'm I'm gonna put it that way. I I wouldn't right. sit here and 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 rewatch War for the Planet of the Apes over and over and over and over again. As as although watching it again last night for the first time in like a year and a half since I've seen it uh, made me feel all the emotions that it did the first time I saw that movie. War for the Planet. Like, it, it, both of them are just I love, so I love when good. movies do that to you. Yeah. Um, I, I highly recommend anybody who has not seen these movies. They are so goddamn good. Andy Serkis is a genius. Like, and then I watched some of the, the um, like, special features about Andy Serkis, like, creating Caesar, and it's just like, god damn, dude, how are you so good at your job? Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you not have more leading roles? Like, I, I get yeah. it, you're the mocap guy, but come on, like, he's so good. So mm-hmm. good. Alright, my number two? Yes, sorry, that was a long, dra- dragged out uh, explanation of R- Planet of the Apes. 
It's okay because those are the movies that you wanted that brought on this topic, yep. so you're allowed to talk about them. Um, my number two is the Star Wars trilogy, the original trilogy, trilogy. four, five, six. Like you said, with the character development, um, that's super important. But I think this movie is just so important for the character, not the characterization, but just the characters that were created, mm-hmm. the the originality of everything that kind of launched the Star Wars, and it's just unbelievable that george lucas created all these characters in the 70s and they're still living today yeah like, they're still talked about to this day they're still celebrated like crazy yeah and this is going on how how many years almost 40 years 40, now for no over 40 over 40 years yeah so 42 43 it's just it's just unbelievable the staying power that star wars has and i think obviously empire strikes back is my favorite movie it's one of my favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. but it's it's the best star wars movie out there um, but I just think that this trilogy is just unbelievable. You want to talk about uh, rewatchability? This Star Wars nails it every time. I can oh, watch yeah. a New Hope it, right into Empire, right into Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and in with Star Wars, any of them are rewatchable. Like you don't need to watch. Like obviously, if you've seen four, five, and six, you don't need to watch five or four again to watch be able to watch five. You can just pop right. on episode five or episode six. And it's crazy right. that, that that all three of those movies have that kind of rewatchability that you could just be mm-hmm. like, I feel like watching Jedi today and you turn on Return of the Jedi and just watch it. Yep. Yep. And it's just so iconic. And like you said, with Darth Vader being the best hero and the the lines in Empire Strikes Back, everyone knows him, even if you've never seen the movies. So. Everyone butchers them too. Everyone butchers oh. them. Yeah, which bothers <laughs> me. I'm not even going to try right now just because I'll butcher, but I'm not doing my Yoda impression either. But um, I just think Star Wars... Just the amount of characters that were created, it's, it's the my one of my favorite trilogies of all time. Yeah. Obviously, it's my number here's, two. Here's a question for you: What is the weakest link in uh, the original trilogy? I would say it's Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Just I would because, also say it's Return of the Jedi. Just because the ending could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Um, the actions there, uh, the Battle of Endor's fun, but that's the other thing. It's more fun than it it's, is. Yeah. Like, it's more fun else. than like thrilling. Like you don't like you yeah. don't know. Oh my god, is Han and Leia gonna die? Oh my god, is Luca turned to the bats? It's no Ewoks are jumping yeah. around and yeah, relying relying on Ewoks to win the entire galactic universe battle. <laughs> like it's a little little rough. Yeah, but uh, definitely Jedi is the the weakest of the of the three in that one. Hey, the future of everything is in the balance right now. Let's trust these little teddy bears to do, to get the job done. To, to destroy awesome walking robot guns with rocks and sticks with a tree. <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, that was that was the start of the um, the downfall of Star Wars a little bit, like the down, not the downfall, but the downslide. Yeah, George Lucas got a little too comfortable, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some honorable mentions in here. I got a, uh, I got a bunch of honorable mentions. Hit me with yours. Well, for honorable mentions, let's just mention it, mention our favorite movie, and talk about it for a quick yep. second. Um, so I have the uh, Star Wars uh, sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, in my honorable mentions, I think. Uh, Force Awakens is my favorite of the three. It just starts it off on such a high note, and then it kind of just goes downhill from there. Rise of Skywalker is good, but after watching it a couple times, it's just like okay, like I get yeah, it. Yeah, fan servicey. Yeah, we, we, we were pretty high. We were pretty high on it when it came out, but I think rewatching it a couple times and kind of having a little time for it to settle, it's just like all right, it was an all right movie. Yeah, I, that's like judge. The, the sequel trilogy is also in my honorable mentions. Now I, I didn't write it down at first, um, but. The thing is, I the Last Jedi is my favorite, and uh, it's crazy that like 
I was so high on Rise of Skywalker when it first came out, like super high. And like, I was like, how can anyone not like this movie? Like it's it's everything I wanted in a Star Wars movie. And then I thought about it, I was like, it's really not though. Like it could have been so it could have been so much better. I still I still enjoy it, but yeah. definitely not as high on it as I was. Correct. Um I have uh Toy Stories and my honorable mentions. That's actually what was bumped for the prequel trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um it's tough just because it's such a good such a good trilogy. Uh, Toy Story <laughs> One's obviously the best, oh, my, obviously. my favorite. Obviously, obviously the best. Obviously I my favorite. It's it's the best one. I mean, we could argue about it for a little while, but all three of them are fantastic. Toy Story Three is so sad. Should so sad. Should have been the ending. Has such a great climax when they're when they're at the at the burner and, and they're all just holding, yeah. holding hands, waiting, and Rex is all all excited that he gets to go. Uh, what does he get to he thinks he's gonna go see something or something like that but it's just so sad you start crying in the theater and then they survive and then you cry again when andy leaves like it's it's such such a great ending i'm a little bummed that they went with four but again like you said understand i have uh x-men the the first trilogy i couldn't do it i couldn't even put them in my honorable mentions because three is so garbage (laughs) three is so garbage but number one's really good x2 is okay but I just put it down there because it's slipped those X one is okay. And X two is phenomenal, dude. X two is the best one. Oh yeah. X one that I forget. X one has toad in it. X one. Like yeah. X one has toad and like the weird saber tooth who can't talk for some reason. Yeah. yeah and they both die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have the Spider-Man trilogy. Spider-Man three is Garbo, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. Uh, Spider-Man- that's, the thing. that's crazy. Like, like I said that, uh, dark Knight ends a little weaker than it starts the dark knight trilogy but it does mm-hmm. not end nearly as weak as is either spider-man or x-men correct like spider-man 3 fucking a man what were they thinking with dark peter so parker but spider-man 2 is really good yeah oh spider-man with, 2 with is awesome. awesome one of the best yeah. superhero movies of all time mm-hmm. so that's why uh it made it into my trilogy the austin powers trilogy is in my honorable mentions um i think my favorite is the spy who shagged me the second one uh gold member is okay a good way to end it but Eh, Beyonce, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Back to the Future trilogy is in. I didn't like three, I, so I didn't mind three. I thought two was my least favorite. One, one is iconic. It's a classic, dude. It's a classic. It, it, like if we were talking standalones of trilogies, Back to the Future would be in my top five. But the kids are gonna uh, love I, it. Think, I, I think the strength of two and three knocked it out of my top five as a trilogy. Yep. Um, I actually talked to two different people. Have never seen that movie. I won't name really? names just to call them out, but two two people that I talked to in two days have not seen Back to the Future, and I just think that's a crime. That is a crime, dude. Yep. Uh, and finally, my last honorable mention is the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I was waiting. I was going to see if they were in there. They're also in mine. They're at the top of my honorable mention list. Like they were close to getting into number five. I didn't have my honorable mentions in any order. No, I didn't either. But they're like I wrote. They were the first one I wrote down because they were like they were the ah, second one I, did, I wrote down. I didn't, I didn't, didn't write them in right. my. Um, but yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think it's a solid trilogy all around. The only problem with the third movie is that it's so goddamn long. Very long. It's way too long. <laughs> that, that movie has no right to be that long. Um, but again, but, like if we're talking like um, specific single movies of trilogies, the first one, Curse of the Black Pearl, is mm, would be in my top five. Mm, it's such so a good, good. Movie. It's so it it's another one that kind of like started out super, super strong and then kind of like declined. Dead Man's Chest is pretty good. Bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Man's and at World's End, I mean, I, I can't really complain that much about At World's End. The fact that it's just super fucking long. It's tough. It's and I'm not a huge fan of the way that the whole that trilogy ends with Will mm-hmm. Turner and Elizabeth's story. But 
um yeah i i enjoy pirates of the caribbean also shout out to the cgi on davy jones because he's awesome yep yep so good um so you hit basically all of my honorable mentions uh except for the hobbit trilogy which i couldn't in in my right mind put it on the top five trilogy list of all time because it's not that great um i am a a firm believer in in middle earth as you'll probably see here in a second but uh, the hobbit trilogy is uh it's not a good movie. <laughs> they're, they're, all right, I'll put it this way. They're good movies. They're just not a good adaption. And that's probably why I don't like them that much. Yeah, I don't know how you can turn a 200-page book into three movies. Right. Like, There's a lot of stuff added from the Cimmerillion into in The Hobbit, but it's stuff that doesn't fit. And it's just really weird. Uh, my favorite movie of that would be Desolation of Smog. So, Smog's awesome. Shout out to Benedict Cumberbatch. And Martin Freeman, fucking awesome in that movie, those movies. He is Bilbo. Um, anyway, okay, so let's let's dive right in. I think I know what your number one is, and I know you know what my number one is. Yep. Yep. It's it's the Terminator trilogy. No, Godfather. <laughs> what do you say, the Godfather? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it is Lord of the Rings for me. Correct. Same for me. Fucking a man. Like we haven't even had like a a Lord of the Rings episode yet. And maybe we will in the future if we can't find anything else to talk about. But I don't know how each fucking movie can be just as good. Like, I don't know how each movie is better than the last. And, and, but the last movie still be like a 10 out of 10. Like, The Fellowship of the all Ring. Movies, all, all three of them are 10 out of 10. Yeah, Fellowship of the Ring is a 10 out of 10. Uh, the Two Towers is like an 11 out of 10. And then The Return of the King is like an 11.5 out of 10. No. <laughs> like, Return of the King is a twelve out of ten. For you sure. think so? Like it's, it's a whole point better than Two Towers. Damn, dude. I, I mean, I'm I, I'd agree, but I mean, I don't know. They're just so good. They're so good, and, and it's crazy to me that like each movie ends brilliantly. Like, there's mm-hmm. not like a, a a moment of the ending where like, oh, I really wish it didn't end like that. But and I'm on I'm on Hen with with spoiler alert Boromir's death. Leading into mm-hmm. Sam and, and, and Frodo, uh, looking o- overlooking like uh, Emin Muir and uh, what would be Mordor. It's just that's an awesome ending for the first movie. Mm-hmm. You were gonna say something before I cut you off. I mean, I didn't know if you you were gonna go into detail on each ending, but oh yeah, I mean, I could. So the reason why Lord of the Rings is above Star Wars for me, I will gladly say I like Star Wars more than I like Lord of the Rings in any other specific like individual movies characters all that stuff i will always say star wars is my number one but the reason why lord of the rings is my number one on trilogies is the storytelling for the movies Mm -hmm. peter jackson knocks it out of the park he does such a good job connecting all three movies i'm not saying george lucas didn't do a good job with uh four five and six but the way peter jackson told the story is just so well the connection the connecting between the fellowship and then the two towers and then the connection right away Right, right, going right into Return of the King is just so good. Yeah, because obviously there's time jumps in Star Wars. There's no time jumps in Lord of the Rings. Nope, it's just consistent. Maybe picks up two days after. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I think Two Towers probably picks up like three or four days after uh, Fellowship, (laughs) and then Return of the King probably picks up like. I don't even know if it was that much. I think it was two days, like you said, because because Aragorn says something about how it's a two day travel. They're hunting the they're hunting the Urukai who are taking uh, the Hobbits to Isengard, but. Um, dude, fucking a man! All the acting in that movie, in those movies, is top notch. 
Like there's not one person who does a bad job in those movies. Mm-hmm. Every villain, like you hate the villains. You hate Wormtongue. You hate Saruman. I love the Witch King, but you hate the Witch King. Kind of, kind of wish uh, he got a little better, better ending. Who? Witch King? The Witch King. Mm-hmm. Bro, no way. Aowen? I don't know. I liked Aowen, but I think he it could have been a cooler battle. Like it could have been Aowen kind of. I mean, obviously she like shattered her arm and stuff. Yeah, she's but. she's so wounded, and she's she's gonna get murked by him because he's just this big badass. And all of a sudden, Mary comes up out of nowhere and stabs him in the like the back of the knee. <laughs> he like has yeah. to fall down. <laughs> Mary saves yep. her. Mary I am no marries man. the hero. I am no man. So good, so good, mm-hmm. dude. The death of Theta. Can we just talk about? All right, you're, it's your favorite movie. What's your favorite movie in the trilogy? Return of the King. Return of the King. Dude, can we just talk about the fucking speeches in Return of the King? Aragorn's speech at the Black Gate will always, always give me chills and make me tear up a little bit. I, it's I think about so it sometimes good. and I start crying. Like, it's so like good. That, that speech and the shields shall be splintered or shields shall be broken. She, um, yep. Spears shall be splintered. A red day. Ere the sun rises. And then they just all start yelling death. And then they just fucking sprint down the hill. They know they're going to die. While the theme for the Rohan, the... <laughs> it's, oh my god, dude. Come on. How could, it doesn't get better than that, man. Oh my god. And then uh, Aragorn showing up with the army of the dead. It's, it's, yes. just him, it's, <laughs> it's him, Legolas, and Gimli just, sh- just standing there. And the entire orc army is just staring at them. And then they charge and the army of the dead comes out of the boats. So, so the so thing cool. I'm going to say about Return of the King is that the extended edition isn't better than the theatrical version. Because in the extended edition or in the theatrical version, you, um, you don't see Aragorn. Like Aragorn is in the, the cave with the, the, the army of the dead. And he says, what say you? Like asking them to come join. And they, they, they don't give an answer. And then it cuts away and you don't see him again until they arrive at the, uh, the field with, yeah, with the army. Army. In the extended edition, he says, what say you? And then they disappear. And then everyone's standing there. And then the king comes back. He's like, we fight. And so like, you know they're coming. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, like, I don't think I've ever seen It's that like, ah, oh, come on. Like, you didn't need to do that. Like, let, let it be suspenseful that the boats show up. Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimme jump over the side. And then all of a sudden, the army of the dead just fucking rushes off the boat. It was so cool. Yeah, so sick. Through the boat. Like, it's not yeah. like they, like, no, they're, dumping, they're like, yeah. Come right uh, through. You see them, like, going up the White City. Um, just dude. clearing, clearing everybody. So, and sick. can we talk about how I think, I think the ending of um, Return of the King is the only movie that will make me ball my eyes out every time I watch it? I don't necessarily ball my eyes out. I, I get misty eyed. That's for sure. Nope, I ball my eyes out. I don't know. I don't know. If <laughs> I don't know what movie. I can't really think of a movie where I ball my eyes out every time, but I definitely get misty eyed with it when uh, they all bow to the hobbits. That. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm crying from for Frodo. And Sam, on, and Sam goes I mean? back to uh, the Shire. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, Sh- I'm crying goes back to the Shire. And I think we're having a little discord issues. Are we good now? Yeah, we were. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm so. crying from uh, from for Frodo on. You know what I mean? I'm just crying after 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 Aragorn starts running, and yeah. I'm just like I'm uh, I'm done from there. Well, uh, that's what I meant. Like Aragorn's speech always gives yep. me tears. Like always, so that um from from then on, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know if I'm like bawling my eyes out, but definitely definitely uh 
taking a napkin to some to yeah. my uh, tear ducts. It's the only movie that can make me do that every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. I don't get that feeling in Star Wars. No, me neither. Like I'm not, I'm not crying when when Yub Nub is playing and the Ewoks are dancing. You know. Yep, and Han and uh, Han and Leia kiss, and Luke's staring at his uh, ghosts. Yeah. No, I'm not crying there. I'm not crying uh, at the end when Obi Wan's watching Baby Luke with <laughs> with uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru at the end of uh, Episode Three. Oh yeah, no. and, I'm, and I'm, def- I'm not crying at the end of Episode Nine. Although I got teary eyed in the first time I saw Episode Nine, but I'm not crying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I cried my eyes out in Episode yeah. Nine. Friend theaters for opening night. Dude, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings. Each movie is a fucking masterpiece. And that's mm-hmm. putting it lightly. I watched the I watched the trilogy a couple weeks ago. Lord of the Rings deserve Return of the King deserves every single one of their eleven Oscars that it won. Absolutely. Um, and you know who wasn't nominated for an Oscar? Andy Circus. Andy Circus. <laughs> Come on, give the man something. Should have been. He crushed it as Gollum, man, and he even got to play. Um, Himself, yep. that that and uh, the MCU are the only time that I've ever seen Andy Serkis play himself, like be himself. He was okay in the MCU. He was all right. It, it goes against everything that I said that he's phenomenal in everything he's in. He was fun, yeah. but like he wasn't a big part, you know. Yeah, he was. He was small. He yeah, lost an arm. Like if you gave Andy Serkis Thanos, he would have crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Josh Brolin would have something to say about that. I, I'm not saying Josh Brolin didn't do a good job. I'm saying that Andy Serkis also would have crushed it as Thanos. Nah. You don't think so? I'm, I'm not taking that away from Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin I'm, was just so amazing. I'm not taking anything away from Josh Brolin. No, <laughs> no, because then in my mind, I have to picture Andy Serkis. And I, in my mind, it would be like, oh, yeah, he's doing a better job. And he's not. he wouldn't do a better job than Josh Brolin. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying in a, in, a, in a parallel universe somewhere. Andy Serkis is playing Thanos, and he's winning awards for it. If Andy Serkis is playing, uh, if he's playing Thanos, that means like who who who'd be playing uh, Captain America in a parallel universe? Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe that's a, maybe that's an episode. Yeah. We could do. Re- recasting Marvel, recasting Marvel recasting in a parallel MCU. universe. Yeah, although I, I don't think I'd be able to recast any of them because they're all. Just- <laughs> Uh, I think Tony Stark will be played by Robert Downey Jr. while yeah. he's still on cocaine. <laughs> yep. Uh, Captain America would be Chris Evans before he got uh, muscular. Yep. <laughs> F- uh, Fantastic Four, Chris Evans. Yep. Ryan Reynolds. Instead of playing oh, Green Lantern, he played Captain America. Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool, but it's the Deadpool from X Men Origins Wolverine the entire time. <laughs> yeah. He's just got his mouth sewed shut. <laughs> so dumb. What a travesty. What a, what a terrible movie that was, huh? Yeah, I right, do. Movie trilogy. That. That, was, that was not my X Men trilogy, but yeah, Lord of the Rings, Lord greatest of the Rings, trilogy man. of all time. And I want, I want to see someone combat that. Like, I want to see someone argue against why their movie trilogy is better than Lord of the Rings. Correct. I don't think they could, and I don't think they could either. Were you surprised that I had Lord of the Rings at number one? No, I was expecting. Okay, that. all right. I was expect. I mean, were you surprised that I had Lord of the Rings at number one? No, 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 <laughs> no, not at all. I was actually surprised your Star Wars is at three and not two. That's the thing, though, because I just watch Rise, Dawn, and War for Planet of the Apes, that I had to put a number two. And those movies are so undervalued. That's fair. That, that they need some sort of recognition, and being number two on my list of bros talking is the, is the validation that they were seeking. 
So. I think so. I think they could all uh, uh, sleep happily I, now. I texted Matt Reeves while we were recording. I'm like, hey, Matt, you're number two on my list. He's like, fuck <laughs> hey, dude. He's like, thank, time you. We made it on like, thank you. Here's you get to play Alfred in the Batman. <laughs> nice. I was like, thanks. So they're pretty much already done shooting, but you get to go out there now and play Alfred, right? Yep, I get to I get to be Alfred, man. That's good. Look. You look just like Alfred. <laughs> I'm younger than Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, but I've taken care of him since he was a baby. <laughs> All right, dude. I mean, that's that's good. I'm, I'm I mean, ending on Lord of the Rings. To, ending and talking about Lord of the Rings is is good for me. It's always a good day when we talk about Lord of the Rings. Uh, but yeah, if you wanted to argue us, I guess you would just uh, you just where where would they go? Where would where they go? They would have a, they would open up their internet app, whether it's Safari, Internet Explorer, uh, Google Chrome. Oh, you would type Internet Explorer before you said Chrome. Internet Explorer is trash. I don't even think it. Internet Explorer is trash. Edge. Microsoft Edge is. No, I think that's what I have. Microsoft Edge. It's garbage. Download Chrome if you don't have Chrome. I have no. That's what I use. I use Chrome, but I think it, my computer came with Edge. But um, because I only use Chrome. But you would be able to type into the little bar up top, www.brostalkingpod.com, and you would be able to go and see any one of our contact pages, and you'd be able to go and write an email or let us know what trilogy is better than Lord of the Rings, because there is none. The answer is none, so we won't get any emails. So yeah. send us your favorite movie trilogies. What, what would your top five movie trilogy look like? Would Planet of the Apes be there? Would the Dark Knight trilogy be there? Would, would Pirates of the Caribbean squeak in? Would the Hobbit squeak in? Where would Lord of the Rings be? Would it be number one? Because of course it would. Go to WWE. Are you, uh, huh? are you an old school fan and put the Godfather trilogy up in your top five? Shout out to mom because I'm sure she would. Yep. Uh, but yeah, go to www.brostalkingpod.com. Send us those. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash amazing I'm streaming games there. I'm having a good time. We're having fun. Come hang out. But correct. yeah, that, 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 that is correct. But uh, until next week, I think I'm just going to say see you later. See you guys.